Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God is out today, but it's Thursday. Now this is a little weird. I'm out in New Orleans. Uh, I'm actually here doing a, a rally. Now, um, I don't know if a lot of you ever seen rally. If you've seen what Eve and Eve's husband was doing in Bun B. A gumball. Uh, they were doing it at a gumball in Europe and even if you grew up on gumball, that's what I'm doing here in the States. Uh, it's not as expensive as you. It's not billionaires, billionaires, and billionaires. I just wanted to get a group of people to come together from all walks of life. Uh, black, white, Asian. Uh, doesn't matter who you are. And we're just driving Hispanic. across country. Hispanic. And we're driving across country. And we're just having a good time. We're stopping at some of the, the local areas. Last night, we stopped at Murrow's, which is a, a, a black-owned business. And hey, Larry. I uh, did a party with him. So we was partying with Larry last night. His food is amazing. So shout to Mama Murrow. Shout to Grandma Murrow. We had such a great time in New Orleans. And today, we're traveling to Atlanta, which is about an eight-hour ride. So if you see us on the highway, you'll see all the cars zooming by and all the stickers and everything. Just beep your horn and say what's up to us. And nobody's speeding, right? It's a race, not a. It's a, a rally, not a race. Ye. I'm just asking because you said zooming by. So we're just I'm, doing. We're doing the speed limit. Okay. All right. Perfect. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I had to drive to Albany the other day, and that's about a three-hour, three and a half-hour drive or something like that. And I was like, I can't do this. It was a long yeah, drive. I, I'm not gonna lie. I have to bring somebody with me because I get tired fast. So after like the <laughs> second or third hour. I'm gonna get in the passenger seat, and I got somebody else driving with me. So, but we just got fun. It's just, it's, 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 it's so dope. You know, it's, it was dope to see so many uh, ladies here driving their cars, and they're all souped up, and they're, they're, you know, doing their thing. I just love it, man. It's, it's fun. You know, I'm a big car guy, so I just really, really, really love it. Well, I drive out in my LA, car. Right? I drive my car every day, so I hope that you commend me for that as well. A lot of us ladies drive. You're just going to work. Day. You're not driving <laughs> cross country. You drive not even that far. <laughs> Ten minutes, see. Fifteen. Um, yes, I'm in L.A. right now. I'm getting ready for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. It's going down tonight. So mm-hmm. I will be out there. I got a little a little bit to do. So, yes, I'm here in L.A. I heard there was all kinds of issues with Instagram and Facebook yesterday. By the time I landed, I guess it got resolved. Yeah, I couldn't post nothing. I couldn't see anything. Instagram was all over the place. I'm sure we'll talk about that next on Front Page News. What else are we talking about, you? Uh, we are going to be talking about The Breakfast Club. We made the news yet again. Uh, I only knew when I landed, I saw TMZ, and they were asking me all these questions about Donald Trump and Lara Trump. So we'll tell you about that. All right, we'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, anybody traveling, there's a bomb cyclone, and there were nearly 3,100 flight cancellations as that storm moves across the United States. Most of those cancellations were at Denver International Airport. All the runways were closed yesterday because of icy conditions and poor visibility. All of that was caused by that winter storm. So just be careful if you're planning to travel, if you have to go that way. Just make sure you check out your flights. 
Now let's talk about the Breakfast Club. Lara Trump, and Lara Trump is married to Eric Trump, who is Donald Trump's son. She was on Fox News and responding to this interview from when the Breakfast Club was on with Shannon Bream. I don't think he would come because I don't think he cares about our audience. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing oh. about Donald Trump that uh, makes me think he cares about black and brown people. There's a lot of hurtful things that he said Absolutely. personally have offended me. All right. Well, that's just how we feel. And Donald Trump has said things that I find personally offensive. Uh, now, Lara Trump responded to what we had to say. I think he would really surprise them. He's never scared of an interview. He's never scared of a challenge. And, and I actually think it's a shame that they're not recognizing the incredible things that this president has done for the African-American community. Under President Barack Obama, we had almost 10% unemployment in the African-American community. Now that has almost been cut in half. You look at what this president has done for HBCUs, giving them so much more money to, to promote them and help them on their way. The First Step Act, which is going to predominantly help the black community. And so for them to say that he doesn't care about their audience, that he doesn't care about the black community, that's absolute nonsense. Yeah, I, I I seen that yesterday. I really don't know what he did for HBCUs. I haven't seen anything different. I know you know. Remember when they all came and had food at the um? <laughs> that was it. They, I didn't. They, and everybody was mad about that. Remember after everybody was mad, they took mm -hmm. the meeting. They said they got nothing out of it. I know a lot of us uh, as alumni, we really have to start investing back into our HBCUs. And it starts with me because I ain't gonna lie. I think last year. Yeah, I let's start with you. You over there rallying? Why don't you rally but, for the HBCUs? No, I definitely will. I thought about doing some. I thought about doing an actual seminar, take, doing like a, a seminar tour to all the HBCUs to teach some of those uh, college students how to do real estate. So I'm working on that. All right. Well, uh, Shannon Bream also said they've been getting all kinds of financial offers from people if Donald Trump will come on. Yeah, we were kind of joking last night that people had, uh, you know, texted me and DM me like they'd pay money to see him on there. But I think they would have fun sparring together he and would, having a good conversation. He would actually impress them, and I think they would have a good time. Um, I don't think he will impress us, but I, I would love to have him on. I would love to talk about some of the things that we feel he's doing wrong, which is pretty much everything. Right, some you'd of the love things to have him come, need. right? Yeah, shut up. You see, you always play. You always play. That's just, I'm just quoting you. My goodness. Did you say that? My goodness. All right. Go ahead, you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So now somebody else has thrown their hat in the ring for the pres not, uh, 2020 race, and that is Beto O'Rourke. Are you excited for that? He's actually announced that he's running for president yesterday. He's a former Texas congressman, and he confirmed that news in a text message, and he plans to officially announce all of that today. So okay. there you have it. And, of course, Instagram and Facebook, those outages that happened yesterday, people were devastated. That's the main fact, story. What the hell happened? What was going on? Like, I couldn't post anything. I couldn't see anything. I thought it was my phone. I turned my phone off like seven times. I called... I called AT&T, Verizon, and uh, T-Mobile. And I don't even have all of them. I just called everybody. So why did you call going? them? I don't know. And what is a phone company going to do about Facebook and Instagram being out? I, I thought maybe it was my service. I thought maybe the, the, the Wi-Fi or the service was just so bad it wasn't loading. I didn't know what was going on. Well, I missed all that. I was on the flight to L.A., but they said Facebook was down for 14 hours. And Instagram, not as long. But, you know, that it affected WhatsApp. It affected other apps as well. In Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, all of those were having intermittent problems. I didn't have any problems. When I took off, I posted a picture. When I landed, I had no issues. But a lot of people were upset about that. Facebook posted, we're aware that some people are currently having trouble accessing the Facebook family of apps. We're working to resolve the issues as soon as possible. So, Where did they post that? On, on another, on MySpace? Where did they post that? Because I didn't see nothing. You think Facebook posted on MySpace? They probably posted on Twitter. Where did they post that? 
<laughs> yeah, they posted that on Twitter. See that? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? They can't even post it on their own thing. They got to post it on Twitter. Post it on well, the competition. Facebook down and Instagram down were trending uh, mm-hmm. for most of the day. So, you know, My fortunately, goodness. you guys are back connected. Just imagine. We didn't even used to have those things. Sure. All true, right. True, true. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or you're upset that Facebook and Instagram didn't work. Or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Whatever it may be, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Melissa. Hey, Melissa, get it off your chest, mama. Um, I just wanted to give a shout-out to um, Three the Hard Way, the best new rap group that's about to start popping. Where are they from? Where are they from? West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay, Three the Hard Way. Okay. Three the Hard All right, Way. mama. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Tanisha. Hey, Felicia, get it off your chest, mama. I was calling because you, were, you guys were discussing Donald Trump, and I was like, okay, it's good that he does what he did. Well, he did what he did for the African-American community, but you can't degrade us while you're doing what you're doing for us. Right, that's what I was saying. Does the good outweigh the bad? He's done so much bad, so much negative things, even before he was in office with the whole Central Park 5 situation with saying that Barack Obama wasn't born in the United States, and he's never apologized or said that he was wrong for those things. He never apologized for anything. Mm-hmm. And he still goes. And people are coming forward like Michael Cohen now talking about all the things that he said and confessing to him calling Haiti a ish whole country and all of that. It's like, uh, how can I trust and you to have our best interests at heart? They want to just forget about that. Mm-hmm. And some of those policies, they affect us, but it's not like he was like, I'm going to do this for the African-American community. Exactly. It just it just happened. Right. And it like just happened you said, to benefit us. And like we said on Fox News, a lot of those policies Barack Obama put into play, and he's actually seeing the benefits of those policies that were put into play, you know, right before he got in office, too. But thank you for calling, Mama. And Barack Obama couldn't do uh, so many things he couldn't do just because they kept blocking everything. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Deja from Norfolk. Hey, Deja from the 757. Get it off your chest. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I ain't got too much to get off my chest. I'm feeling good this morning. I'm blessed. You know, things could be worse for me. But um, I just wanted to say about the, the school thing yesterday. You know, for, for kids putting, moms putting a different address, you know, that doesn't it doesn't take away from other kids who are in zone. But, you know, we, we got right, to get better opportunities. Yeah, yeah, they still get to go, the people in the zone. But, like, being in Norfolk and stuff in some of these schools, it's not it. I know these kids are not getting what they need. So if right. somebody got to put the address, you know, get their kid in a better school, then they got to do what they got to do. Right. right. And that's I understand not the, people... It's not the same thing as saying. No, right, I, I, I agree it's, it's with still, you on that. It still is fraud, though, and that's what I was saying yesterday. It still is fraud. And now, don't get it twisted. No, I no, know no, it's absolutely it's wrong. Fraud, yeah. It's absolutely wrong what those parents are doing, but if I had an opportunity to get my child in a, in, in a better situation and only have to pay, let's say, $100, I, I would pay that $100. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm telling you what I would do. Yeah, yeah I think I'm a lot not, of... I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't pay for the test or nothing because that's definitely put them, putting them at a disadvantage to themselves. Not studying and putting in the hard work, but yeah. And I think that's the main thing, what you just said, just letting these kids understand that hard work is what it has to be. It's not going to be like you're going to pay your way into things all the time. Exactly, yes. But if I only had to, if I had to pay something like $100 to make sure that she got an advantage, I definitely would. No question to ask. No, for I the advantage, would. yeah. For, for people like us, the advantage is everything. A step right. up because 
we don't get that. So, yeah, if I could give them a step up, I'm just not going to do the work. They got to do the work. But right. They always got to do the work. Pay. You don't want to guarantee yeah, them a slot in a school they didn't deserve to be in. Yeah, I might pay for to sway somebody's mind to, to give them a look because I know that, you know, they can do the work on their own and they worth it. But not just to get them in and pay for their tests and all of that. I yeah, that's a it. lot. I mean, I wouldn't do it now because people are getting arrested for it. But before, if you <laughs> asked me that a couple bad, of years that's ago. Bad, that's a bad example for your kids, too. It is. But get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Shelly. Good morning, Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Um, I'm the person that called y'all a couple months ago about my feeling being down in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And they fell on my child. Do y'all remember that? Well, I don't remember. Um, okay. Well, these people, instead of them fixing my feelings, they wanted to raise the rent. And I got a lawyer. Oh, I, I remember that. Lawyer, mm-hmm. And... They wanted to raise the rent, so now I had to move into a new house because I refused to pay them another penny. And now I can't even have my surgery because I had to move into a new house. Like, this is crazy. And I called, like, I've been calling everybody. I even called the news. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what else to do. Like, this is crazy. And so they, you just ended up having to move and having to pay to move, but they never even gave you any type of financial break or anything? Nothing. I mean, absolutely what? nothing. And that sounds like a lawsuit. Yeah. I, I have a lawyer, but I don't know. <laughs> this is so frustrating. I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's tough. That's awful that they don't even care enough to That's handle crazy. their situation. Yep. Carolina. Hello, who's this? Andrew, Andrew from New York. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. I just want to talk. I just want to say this real quick. I've been a Giants fan for over 20 years. <laughs> Why right. is no one talking about Odell Beckham leaving New York? I'm sorry. Oh, are, are you, you kidding about? me? Yeah, I've been talk talking about it, about it all day. All day, all day yesterday. yesterday. Yes. And we cried. Okay, I'm just saying, like, they, they decided to leave Eli and not... And they leave Eli and, 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 and get rid of Odell. I can't. I just can't. I, I don't understand it either. The only thing I could think of, of maybe, you know, maybe the trainer see he was still injured and that's something we can't see, but I, I agree. Like, you get rid of... You know, offense, and and you don't get rid of in my opinion. The main problem now they'll say he had one of the best years of his his career last year, but to me, he still sucked. He didn't do his job. He did. He did. And he and did. we need a quarterback that's a little younger that can get out the pocket, that's not afraid to throw and not afraid to get hit. Absolutely. My opinion. That's just me. Shouldn't you guys I- be cheering on your team? Huh? Shouldn't you guys we be do. cheering on we your cheer team? On, still? We cheer on our team, but not when they make bad moves. Absolutely, absolutely. And the dumbest uh, reward goes to. <laughs> I just feel that, I just feel that, uh, I, I, I personally feel like he didn't want to be there no more. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to be there either. If you're the, one of the best wide receivers in the league and nobody throws you the ball, I, I wouldn't want to be there either. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, thank you, bro. We'll cry together later. Pause. Okay. All right. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning, guys. This is Nikki. Hey, hey Nikki. Mama. Get it off your chest. Um, I was um, calling to spread some positivity today. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. Yay, happy birthday. Thank you so much. And every year for my birthday, since I turned 40, I decided to take a trip. Um, And I go by myself. And I like to blog about food and go to different places that I've never been. So I leave this morning for San Francisco. Nice. Where are you going to eat out there? 
I don't know. It's so many different places. Um, today I'm going to spend all the day in San Fran, and then I'm going to Napa tomorrow, wow. and then I'm going to spend all day in Oakland. Who are you going with? Going by myself. Oh, I love wow. it. Eat, pray, what love. joy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, I just do it because I, I went to Vegas one year with my family, and I had the worst time. It wasn't fun at all. And then I turned around and did it for my 40th birthday, went by myself and did everything I wanted to do and had a blast. You know, I've always wanted to go on a trip by myself. I've never had the courage to do that. Yep, it's so much fun. It's so liberating. You don't have to wait on everybody to get ready. You don't have to compromise with anybody about where to eat. It's just really, really fun. All right, I'm going to try. Normally, I go with a bunch of people and I still move on my own time. And if they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. But maybe I'll try that alone trip one day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty dope, y'all. I'm just thankful to see another day. I turned 42, and, you know, I'm just happy to be here. And I want to encourage people to, you know, be able to get out and do that if, if you are able to do it. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way, ye? Yes. Now, let's talk about this college admission scandal. Now, Lori Lachlan has surrendered to the FBI. We'll tell you about her bond and her daughter, who was at USC. Currently, she was just on the yacht with one of the top USC officials. She just got off the boat. So, we'll tell you about that. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the college admission scandal. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So Lori Lachlan has surrendered to the FBI. Her bond is set at $1 million. Her husband was already arrested. But the reason that she wasn't was because she was traveling. So she had to travel and uh, come back to L.A. to turn herself in. Now, her and her husband, Mosimo, have been accused of allegedly paying $500,000 to get their two daughters designated as recruits for the USC crew team. The girls don't even participate in the sport at all. Uh, Oddly enough, Lori Lachlan and Mosimo's daughter, Olivia, was on a yacht while all this was going down. And guess who that yacht belonged to? It was uh, the chairman of USC's Board of Trustees yacht. But now she is off the boat. And it was spring break, and they said once they found out about this whole investigation, the young woman decided it would be in her best interest to return home. So she did get off the yacht once this all went down. Sheesh. Right. Now, we told you I mean, about... It's all, the- it's all bad for them. Now, I do understand. I mean, people were mad at me yesterday, and they're still mad at me. But don't get it twisted. Yeah, it's absolutely positively wrong. But, but you I would yeah, I would do it because I honestly think that this has been going on for a long time and I'm trying to get my daughter in the door as well if she wanted to go to one of those schools. So if for me, if I had to pay $100 to to, to give it her It wasn't advantage, $100. Stop saying $100. No, the reason I say $100 is because to them, somebody that's worth if 50, it was a, If it was only $100, then so many more people could participate. The fact of the matter is it's only elite people that can do this. It's only right, people it's that have budget. millions of dollars. It's all relevant to what they can afford. And relevant so it, it kind of it would level the playing field if everyone could afford to do it. Right. For well, for me, five hundred thousand dollars for me to be able to do that for me, it's only a hundred dollars because that's about maybe a thousand is the most I would try for. But other than that, no way. Yeah, but the point is that it's these elite people that already have an advantage in life, and look at what they're doing. So you don't think they've been doing this for a long time now, though? Yeah, and now they just got caught. Yeah. Well. So. 
All right, now Rick Singer, who is the man behind this whole um, ring, the whole ringleader for this whole college bribery situation, he actually auditioned for a reality show that was about college admissions. That show was back in 2010, and that show showed the pressures of families trying to get their kids into colleges. And on it, he makes it very clear that he doesn't think that traditional donations cut it. Well, he wasn't playing no games. Now that's what I call a reality show because that was the reality of the situation for him. He was making millions of dollars with these parents donating to a charity that he had uh, set up just so he could get this money. That's crazy. That's crazy that he was going to make it a reality show. It's kind of like telling on himself. Like, uh, he wants to get him, he wants to get caught. He probably got caught because he, he, he was telling people about it. That's probably why. Well, I mean, I think it, it's also when you have these huge, large amounts of money that are going back and forth. All it takes is for one person that's involved in this whole thing to drop the dime on it and then the feds start investigating. You're right. All right, now, Raz B, we told you what he had to say a couple of days ago about the B2K tour. It was only a few days in, and he left the tour. Remember, he said this. Raz B is officially off the tour. I don't feel safe because I feel like Chris Stokes is around. So guess what? I'm off the tour. Amari, if you come talk to me and you want me to do this tour, I'll do this tour, but I'm officially off the tour. Oh, and guess what? I guess we're about to sh uh, shoot the new uh, Surviving Chris Stokes movie. So, yo, yo, Ricky Rowe, call Lifetime, because I'm ready to talk. Well, now he is back on the tour. They said he's no longer quitting, and uh, here's what he had to say about the reason why. Has Chris Stokes tried to reach out to you at all in the past, in the past couple of years? Or I just want to finish this tour. Are things with you and the other members of the group good on tour? I mean, I saw you guys the other day. You guys looked like you were in, in a great mood. Yeah, we love each other. We, we, we learned how to communicate, that's all. Is there a message you have to your fans? I love y'all, and thank y'all for supporting me. I will be at the Millennium Tour. Until the end, until all the dates are done? Of course. I mean, I can understand Chris Stokes being on a tour. He's saying that Chris Stokes uh, molested him when he was young right. and had all kinds of sexual acts and things like that. So I wouldn't want to be around him either. So, uh, But he is back but, on the tour. But wouldn't it be a, a thing now where you try to get him arrested? Like, come on the tour. Like, I'll, if you touched me, fondled me, or sexually assaulted me, I, wouldn't I be trying to get you arrested for doing that so you don't do it to any other kids? Yeah, I mean, I think um, he exposed him. Some people didn't back him up. A couple of people did, so it's probably a, a matter of gathering the evidence. So maybe he is going to get charged with something. Who knows? All right, and let's talk about one of your friends, um, Teresa Judice's husband, Joe Judice. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going straight from prison to ICE. Right. So he's supposed to be released this week, and ICE is going to be right there to pick him up. So it looks like he's going to end up possibly getting deported back to Italy. Yeah, now I mean, that's a sad thing. He's been here since he was one years old. So the fact that they're going to deport him, he knows nothing but here, is pretty foul. And I, I heard her say that if she if he is deported, it, they're not necessarily going to make it. She's probably going to get a divorce. Yeah, she said she she has said she'll divorce him if he ends up getting deported back to Italy. So now that's uh, he's appealing his deportation. The case is still pending. So we'll know when he goes to court what happens. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Yes, let's talk about the struggles y'all went through yesterday when Facebook and Instagram had some outages. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Let's talk about the issues y'all were having yesterday when Facebook and Instagram went down. It was a partial Facebook outage. Uh, users were affected around the world, and it lasted for more than 14 hours. Now, Facebook is the world's largest social network, and they actually had to go on Twitter to explain all the issues they were having. They posted on Twitter 
Uh, we're aware that some people are currently having trouble accessing the Facebook family of apps. We're working to resolve the issue as soon as possible. People were going crazy. Yeah, I was a little upset. I didn't know what was going on. I was trying to post a picture. I couldn't post a picture. I was trying to post a video. Then I jumped on a plane. I thought my service was down. I didn't know what was happening. Were you wearing a uh, my God versus my enemy shirt? Yes, I was. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> now, the hashtag Facebook down and Instagram down were trending on Twitter for most of the day. But you guys should be good now. It should be a nice time for you to reflect on life and not just be on social media all day, right? Nah, B, I needed them likes. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to move on. Uh, black workers in Ohio have accused UPS of allowing hate at work. Now there are 19 UPS workers who are suing them. Now what they are saying is that managers and supervisors enabled and encouraged the hate at the distribution center, which is in Ohio. They said that there were nooses hung above the workstation of an African-American employee and that there was a monkey doll that was dressed up as a UPS employee that was placed near others and that they would always use the N-word frequently. So there's pictures you can see what the monkey looks like dressed in a UPS uh, outfit sitting on a ladder. So they said for more than two decades, they've been complaining about these racist comments and their reactions were anything from fear, anger, and disgust to dismay about the comments and how the company did nothing about it. Wow, that's just, you know, it's just disgusting. People are disgusting. I, like, it seems like it should be getting better, but it seems like it's getting worse. Well, then let's transition into Fox News now. Oh, <laughs> we were yeah, on right. Fox News, the Breakfast Club, and did you get a lot of crazy messages from people? I did. I, I did. I, I got a lot of people that says we're uh, racist and we're a Trump hater. And I got a and, lot of people saying that we're ghetto, uneducated. I got called a ghetto hoe. And all kinds of names from Trump supporters. No, I, I get called all that all the time. So go ahead, you. You get called a ghetto hoe? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, yes. So here's what happened on The Breakfast Club when we talked about Donald Trump with Shannon Bream. I don't think he would come because I don't think he cares about our audience. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing oh. about Donald Trump that uh, makes me think he cares about black and brown there's people. There's a lot of hurtful I, things that he said that personally have offended me. Now, Lara Trump, who's married to Eric Trump, who's Donald Trump's son, uh, she responded on Fox News, and here's what she said about her father-in-law coming on The Breakfast Club. I think he would really surprise them. He's never scared of an interview. He's never scared of a challenge. And, and I actually think it's a shame that they're not recognizing the incredible things that this president has done for the African-American community. Under President Barack Obama, we had almost 10% unemployment in the African-American community. Now that has almost been cut in half. You look at what this president has done for HBCU, giving them so much more money to, to promote them and help them on their way. The First Step Act, which is going to predominantly help the black community. And so for them to say that he doesn't care about their audience, that he doesn't care about the black community, that's absolute nonsense. Now, according to Shannon Breen, people want to see this so badly that they're willing to pay. Check it out. Yeah, we were kind of joking last night that people had, uh, you know, texted me and DM me like they'd pay money to see him on there. But I think they would have fun sparring together he and would, having a good conversation. He would actually impress them and I think they would have a good time. Does it feel like this might be happening? that we might be forced I, to interview Donald Trump? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I look at it like this, right? I, I was At first, I was like, I would love for Donald Trump to come pause. But now I'm thinking yeah, about we it. Heard. If, if I'm Donald Trump, why would that help me? Like, or how would that help me? How would that benefit me? Because I will call, um, I think a majority of the people that, that listen to us really don't like him anyway. So it would just be, you know, an issue. But I would love for him to come. He has the ego to come. So come on. All right, a lot of c***ing from you. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. I hate you. All right.
Now, when we come back, Lloyd will be joining us. R&B singer Lloyd, he'll be in the building. He's actually on the, uh, what's that tour called, you? A Millennium Tour. Millennium Tour, yeah. Who else is on that? I know B2K. Who else yeah, because Raz B just uh, left and then rejoined. Yeah, who else is on that tour? B2K. Bobby Valentino. Isn't um, Pretty Ricky's on it? Are you guessing? Yes. All right, we'll talk to him when we come back. We'll find out who's on the tour. I don't know if that's our demo. <laughs> and more. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Back, back, back. You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Lloyd. Lloyd. Hey, family, what's up? What's Good up, morning, brother? my Good brother. Good to see y'all again. Huh? Maine. Good to see you. Envy. Mm-hmm. Yee. New York, New Orleans, every <laughs> city in America at this point. That's, that's up. That's, that's almost true. Yeah. yeah. How, how's fatherhood, man? Man, I cried every day for the first three weeks after having my son. Uh, made me look at my mom different. Made me respect her a great deal, uh, especially uh, her raising me pretty much by herself a lot. Um, how's the baby now? My son is 14 months. 14 months. My daughter is back, five months. Back to back. Wow. Back to back. Literally wow. born in the same month. Wow. A year apart. Wow. You know, wow. mine was a year apart, June 3rd and June 5th. Wow. So, yeah. you, so you whenever right back the doctor it. said, is okay. you good to go, I was I was, I was back good to in there. Me too. Yeah. Do you feel the difference as a, as, a, as a man? Yes. Yes. As a man, as an artist, mm-hmm. as a human being, as, yes, a neighbor, a son. Mm-hmm. As a brother, as, um, uh, yes, absolutely. Do you suffer from any parental paranoia, especially being out on the road? You're back oh, on the, yeah. oh, yes. Yeah, being away from them? I look at everything different. Well, being away from them causes uh, anxiety, but also I look at people's activities a lot different. Like, um, if I see somebody acting a certain way, I'll say, God, man, where, where her daddy at? <laughs> you know, I go through that phase. Or, man, you know, like, just not being... I think um, sometimes not realizing that everyone is someone's daughter. Ooh. Mm. Everyone is someone's sister, you right. know, which are really like the most special people in my life, women-wise, you mm-hmm. know, so. I think it's just every woman is someone. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. But treat women Absolutely. differently. Because you look at them differently now. Yeah, I mean, just realizing the economy of each person, really having respect for each person, that definitely came along with fatherhood. So listen, you on tour now. You know yes. what I'm saying? Back in the day, I'm showing you was on tour. You was a wild boy. <laughs> but now that you look at women differently, how does that affect the group you love on the tours? Or I, is there group you love anymore? I actually always been the the, the most like fall backish okay. out of everyone. You know, even back when I was younger, mm-hmm. I really was uh, really subdued. But especially now, man, everybody always say I get ghost. After the show, I perform, mm. and then I'm like out of there yeah, immediately. No partying. They say, and they always right. say, you never hang out. You know, you don't never kick it. You don't never nothing. I'm like, man, I'm on Facetime. There, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you in the room in the bed on yeah. Facetime with the kids. Got you. <laughs> now let's yeah. talk about your unsung because I learned a lot of things about Lloyd from watching that that I had no idea about. Like how ugly I am when I cry. Oh, stop it. What, yeah. what did you learn? Some people look good when they cry. Well, you know? I was looking at him at when he was young and he was in a band. By the way, some of those songs from In Tune sound like they still could rock right now. They could. Yeah, yeah. they sound like pretty good when I was watching the show. Thanks. I didn't know your manager was Joyce from the group Climax. Yes, all-female band for all Climax the youngins. Was the, it, I had no idea. For all the youngins out there that think the samples are the original music, sorry. 
That is the loudest yeah, ringtone I've heard in my goddamn life. Sorry. This is that wifey. You better answer that. It's John Mayer. That's what I'm You better answer that. Lloyd, or answer. Hey, you on the Breakfast Club. You want to say hey? I'll call you back. Let me tell you something. When, whenever your wife calls, I don't care what you're doing, you answer the phone, young man. All the time. All right? Yeah, so... Um, whenever your wife calls, you answer the phone, young man. <laughs> good good note. Always. Good I don't care what you're doing. Good note. All right, cool. Doesn't Seriously, matter. no matter what. No matter what. I'll be live when that phone rings. You should have hit it before you walked in. I'm giving my Grammy speech. And yeah, my you give your That's gra- right. Hold on. <laughs> Babe, I'm giving a Grammy That's speech. Right. Hold she on. should probably be there with you, so she won't be calling. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Joyce for, from So for Climate. all the youngins that mm-hmm. think all the samples are the originals that don't know about the world that existed before the 2000s, uh, Climax, all-female funk band. The men all the pause. Mi- <laughs> men all pause, meeting in the ladies' room. I miss I miss you. you. And she played bass, mm-hmm. wrote the song, a lot of songs, produced music. She produced my first records on uh, tape, mm-hmm. you know, before digital music. Mm-hmm. And really is like the reason why I'm anything, pretty right. much as a musician. And yes. then, um, of course, Ashanti was on there, and mm-hmm. you guys were talking about the song Southside mm-hmm. and how that really helped you shoot up the charts. And so what's your relationship with Ashanti now? Because it seems like she still, to this day, has a lot of love for you. You know, for someone that doesn't have to go out of their way to do a lot of things anymore, she really seems to always come through for me in the clutch. Um, just the other day, I was performing on a tour in New York, mm-hmm. and she came through for me. Oh, she mm-hmm. popped up on, on stage yes, with you? Yes, my first show, because uh, I haven't seen you guys in a while, so mm-hmm. after True came out and started to gain momentum, my first big show was in Atlanta at home, and she came, flew down, and, nice. and surprised everybody. She's really sweet. That's dope. Really dope person. Can you tell her to unblock Charlemagne? I sure will. She did unblock him. Really and I believe she would. Yeah. No, she she, me he said, I sure yeah, will. Yeah. So we care about And then Irv Gotti <laughs> was on there. Now, he did come and do his interview. I understood a little bit of what he was saying, though, because after you left, you know, Murder, Inc., and then you went and worked with 50, mm. that really did break his heart. And but, you could understand something like that. Yeah, no. And I said, I understand mm-hmm. where, where he comes from. However, music should not have to have limitations if that makes any sense a person can you cannot like someone right that don't mean that they're not good at what they do no of course not right and i think it is it can be unfortunate for everyone to have to um limit themselves based on who you like or don't like right take me i'm from atlanta georgia born in new orleans i never had real issues with anybody. You wasn't part of the whole No one ever came beef, at me. Right. No one ever disrespected me. He never ever went out of his way to, to shit on me or you know that kind of thing. And I get I understand where he's coming from right. but where I was coming from was not to slight anyone. It was just to expand my musical palette because I listened to all of these people regardless of if you like them or not they got good songs and I like music. I make music. I want to make music with everybody. I don't want to have any limits on my life ever. And but then, you know, of course, you had to anticipate in your head, you were like, this is going to make Herb Gotti mad, but I don't want to put limitations. You know, actually, in the moment, I wasn't thinking like that because I was really moving towards my path towards ownership, mm-hmm. which is really always my true dream and goal. And also really is the real reason why I stopped, kind of, I start kind of falling out with people is because I started to become more clear about my path 
in life, where I should be, where I want to be, and how to get there. And sometimes when you sign to people and <laughs> they own your music, that's not always an easy conversation to have. So now you say ownership. Are you trying ownership. to get your masters and all your stuff back, or do you own all it? Well, my old masters, I don't know if I'll ever get them back. You know, so that is what it is. But my new music, yes, mm -hmm. I own my new music. All right, we got more with Lloyd. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lloyd is here. Charlemagne? Did you ever think 50 might have been trying to use you or was using you? No, 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 because uh, it was also an Interscope collaboration mm -hmm. at the time. Um, Polo was, was cool with 50 at the time. And actually, the verse sounded good to me. Mm. Um, the song, of course, I was very conscious about all of those things, the sensitivity. So I, I knew uh, what I, the song content had nothing to do with any of that. I could see, like I said on the episode, if the song came out and it was about someone else or right. it was, you know, like it wasn't a, a diss right. at, at any moment. No but, subliminals. Yeah, it was nothing like that. And, and record labels aren't gangs. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? Like me and Murder Inc. and in uh, in June and whatever, y'all should still be able to do music together. I but would think. those were gangs. But I'm saying the R&B artists on right. the label was not like you was involved with the fighting and all that BS like that. Y'all should have still been able to collaborate. Yeah, no, I wasn't. And actually, when um, you know, when I first actually got in it, I felt some kind of way about it. Like I remember like wanting to jump in a fight at one point in time. Oh, like you know, <laughs> that's your crew. Because that's my crew. But mm -hmm. then I realized that um. That also could be problematic, you know, for long-term um, growth mm -hmm. and progression as a, as a human being. It wasn't even your personal issue. And so. it really wasn't my issue, man. And I also didn't make a diss record. Mm -hmm. so, How so was your I, relationship with Urban now? We don't really have a, a relationship. Um, I have a relationship with everyone else besides besides him. So Ja Rule, Shanti. Everybody, yeah. It's <laughs> interesting because he did still jump on the unsung. Yeah, which was dope to me. Mm -hmm. You know, regardless of if we are cool with each other or not, I mean, he's a big part of my life mm -hmm. and my story, and I would never, ever, ever show anything but respect and admiration for what he's brought, not only to me, but to the game. Now, Absolutely. Lloyd was also a drug dealer at a young age, which shocked me. I was like, really? Look, because you were in music so young also that it always felt like that was your thing, like singing mm -hmm. and performing. So we don't think of it like Lloyd actually sold weed. Yeah, sold well, weed? I wasn't that good because yeah, I got caught. Clearly. So, yeah. How'd that you was... get caught? Um, actually, it was a very chance encounter with the police. You sold to undercover? No, <laughs> I happened to be, I was at a private residence, but I was on, and literally on public property. And they pulled up and searched the car. Damn, how much it's did they the find? the craziest thing. Huh? How much did they find? Enough to put me in jail. <laughs> I know your family went for a night or something, a couple of hours maybe. Yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a day. I know your family was like, "Come on, Lloyd, like, what are you doing?" Because you were such a good kid at the time. Yeah, I was in a rebellious state. I was, uh, you know, it was. I actually watched Casanova interview on here one time, and he said, you know, one of the silliest things and most immature things I used to do was want to fit in. Yes. You know, instead of standing out all right. the time, I really yearned to be a part of the crew, to really, you know, be subpar. 
in mm-hmm. a sense. And that's really the, the space I was in as a teenager. But speaking of Casanova, why didn't you stick the weed up your ass when the police uh, oh, shut rolled up. up on you? Speaking of Casanova, I looked for him when I came in here to make sure he wasn't in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Never know with that guy, right? <laughs> Never know, yo. <laughs> do, you, do you like being back on the road again or does, or does being away from the kids crush you up? It stressed me out. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's bittersweet. It's really bittersweet. I mean, when you really bleed something and you love something, you really enjoy it. That was really the reason why I wanted to do this tour. It was because I wanted to share in the joy that I felt would be expressed from each artist, being able to really do what they love, especially them sometimes not having that opportunity like mm-hmm. I've had over the years. And... um so yeah, that's great. But man, I love my kids. Right. What do you I think do. about some of the people? I'm sure you look up to you, Michael Jackson and that documentary, and R. Kelly and that documentary. Mm-hmm. What do you think about all these stories? Hell of a segue to go. That man talking about his no, kids. No, that's great. And Michael Jackson. No, that's right? great. Well, because it probably affects you differently as a father. Yeah, absolutely. When you see it's important. With, mm-hmm. um, I'll say. I'll say. I'll say this. I'll say due process is a very necessary thing, and the court of public opinion. I mean, is not necessarily based on that. I would like to not really judge people so much. Um, I try to understand like why people do the things they do or how it led to that point and start from there. Um, I think sometimes once an act happens, it's really a reflection of many bad, bad choices leading up to that point. I'll say that. I'll also say uh, just because someone does a bad thing Sometimes doesn't mean they are just a really bad person all the time, forever. They just might have an issue or a problem. I think um, sex can be a problem, like drugs or eating. You know what I mean? It can really be a sickness or depression, like mental health. I think these are things that are kind of taboo and um, also can be used to hide behind bad things people do, which is not what I'm trying to do. Uh, I grew up loving both of those guys. Uh, I, I've been in the vicinity of both of those guys. You met Michael? I talked to Michael. Oh, wow. Yeah. and um, That's your number one kind of role model. Absolutely, mm-hmm. which I get from my mother. Mm-hmm. She grew up loving him. And I'll say um, it's interesting on a few levels. One, as a father, I know my daughter, I will give her everything I can give her. Mm-hmm. I want to be the most honest man at all times. And she may grow up to live the life that she wants to live, which is fine. But what I'd never, ever want is for me to ever put her in a compromising position as a young woman. And I also don't want her to ever feel like she's in a place where someone is taking advantage of her. I want her to always be conscious about what she's doing. However, with that said, 18 years old, to me, does not really mean that you are an adult. Okay? So that's one thing to be discussed because just because someone's 18 to me don't mean that they make smart decisions. I didn't really grow into manhood because of my age. I grew into it because of my experiences. However, I've seen people make dumb decisions in their 20s, stuff that you in wouldn't... In their 50s. Uh, whatever, <laughs> right. yes. So let me say that. Let me also say when I was a teenager, I was doing stuff that I had no business doing, consciously doing it. I think that what should happen is everyone should accept responsibility for their actions. There's accountability to go around the table in a lot of these instances. And when you only deflect to one source as the true problem, I think it strips us from being able to really progress 
and learn from what happened. However, sick people do sick and I could never really respect that, but I like to see it play out. All right, well, Lloyd is here. Let's get into a classic Lloyd joint. I would say this is classic. This one's featuring Lil Wayne. It's called You, and it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Lloyd is here. Charlemagne? What did you and Michael talk about? Uh, he actually just called me when I was recording uh, some of my first songs. How old were you? I was 15, 16. Um, I was in Memphis for the Mike Tyson fight. I was recording with Rodney Jerkins. Mm -hmm. Him and Rodney was real cool. Okay. Oh. And uh, he called and, and uh, spoke to me and told me Rodney had played him some of my music. And he loved, he thought I was really good and to keep going. Dope. Wow. That's a dope story. Mm -hmm. I, I think this too. Um, it's easy to, to say things are white and black or whatever, right? Like, oh, all of our black heroes are being attacked, which is one perspective. Mm -hmm. I do think it's funny how because we live in the era, uh, era of accessibility, we know so much more about people that we probably would never have known before. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a whole generation of individuals that we can ex respect and admire that we don't really know what they was doing behind right. closed doors. That's true. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, and also there are instances that go overlooked, I think, on purpose. Like, let's say Elvis Presley, who I think married his... A, a underage girl. Lisa Marie like, Presley at 14. Mm -hmm. 14. Yes. He also said uh, that he didn't like to date women over 15. Yeah, I mean, that was that era, I guess. You could always say that, but that's they not... They definitely need to do a that's documentary crazy about that. To me. That is crazy. I mean, nobody's stripping his music off of streaming services and boycotting his legacy or standing outside of his home which may be the next step. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, they should. Jerry Lee Lewis married mm -hmm. his cousin, but He's still celebrated as one of the greatest rock and roll voices. If it's really about sexual assault and, and guys abusing children, let's just get everybody. Everybody the board. got to yeah. Everybody Absolutely. needs to be held I accountable agree. for their their actions. And um, well, maybe we need to be doing those documentaries. I know this. Then. I do know this. I know I can only focus on what I can control as a father, and what I won't be doing is having my daughter at anyone's home or a concert. I'm with you. Or on stage with them, mm -hmm. or any of that kind of foolishness. It's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Are you back on the road because you needed the money, or because you just wanted to do it for the love? Um, it's a little bit of both, actually. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I don't have a problem saying that. I got two kids. Word, word, word. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm work. definitely in, like, <laughs> future mode. That's right. <laughs> At I, all I, times. Um, I don't know if it was you that said said this, or maybe it was. Uh, something that you would have said, but it was uh, something along the lines of when people live in the moment is when, like, they kind of block themselves from being great. It's uh, oh no, it was Lil Duval. Actually, he said something about. Similar. He said something. <laughs> you probably got it from me. He said he Same said person. something about um, you know. Focus on the future because oh, no, yeah. he, said, he, said he said the said, present said, yeah. is things that are happening by people who plan for this for years future. ahead, right? Yeah, 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 stuff yeah. like that. And Hold you on. busy living in a moment all the time. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, I mean, I when I make somewhere. music, I think it's best to live in a moment. The worst music comes when you try to plan it out and manipulate it. But in life, yeah, I'm definitely in. I like the it, was, it was always think about yeah, the future because the present was planned years ago by people that thought about their future while you were living in the moment. Yeah, yes. and that's pretty cool. When you're out there performing, do you ever see the confusion in people's faces when the whole uh, <laughs> she's fine to or five to no, part I actually, comes up? No, I actually sometimes I ask the crowd what they think. Mm -hmm. What the hell are you saying, Lloyd? You know, I think I was the first mumble singer. 
<laughs> he said <seemed laughs> fine too. So you don't know what you was saying? I don't know. I don't know no more. Really? <laughs> I really don't. Seriously, all jokes aside, come on, you wrote this. I don't, this. man. I don't. It's so funny. I mean, I thought I, I thought I knew, <laughs> but then when everybody start asking, I'm like, well, maybe I did. Do you I was like so girls young. that are five too? I do. <laughs> and five five. My girl's five five. So. Got you, got you, got you, got you. <laughs> so that's now, just a mystery that nobody will ever figure out. I don't know how to happen, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know why people. Okay, if you listen to it, you could really hear it. Yeah. Nah, I can't. He doesn't even know. He knows. He knows. He don't know how we supposed to know. <laughs> now, did you see Jai on the fire uh, documentary? I did not. No, you didn't watch the fire documentary. No, Good no, answer. deliberately. <laughs> Deliberately, Deliberately don't want to see it. Yeah, no. But well, we appreciate you for joining us. Yeah, man. Thanks yeah, for having you me. You guys got to watch that unsung. It was really good. It was a lot yeah, of was, information. I almost didn't do it. I almost blocked my blessing because I thought unsung was for this older generation. We said that too. I was like, is it too early for Lloyd I to thought, be doing yeah, unsung? I thought it was for people that really don't make music much anymore mm -hmm. or their stories may never be told. So it's like you got to get it out there now before it's too far removed. But, um, when they came to me, they told me they wanted to make it a little more prevalent. Um, they told me that I could have full creative control. Um, and uh, if I didn't like it, I could scrap it. Um, but I'm really glad I did it. Yeah, I can I'm see really you doing an Uncensored. Unsung does seem like it's for the older artists. Because, you know, they got another show called Uncensored. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's for, like, the more current. Yeah, Fantasia's yeah, yeah. Uh, premiered the same night. But I'm glad I did the Unsung because uh, I really got a chance to show people um, a side that I've never really spoken about. Okay. Well, listen, Lloyd. Know, Lloyd do look like he can change some good oil, though. <laughs> right now. Right now. Well, I clean this place up, too. Y'all need to clean this up. Literally. Oh, my goodness. Let's <laughs> get these empty bottles out of here. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne is out. So the phone lines are wide open. If you want to give somebody donkey of the day, you can right now, 800-585-1051. But let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Wendy Williams has some issues with Howard Stern now. It seems like she tried to give him a compliment because he has his new book, Howard Stern Comes Again, coming uh -huh. out. And it's number one on all the lists, right? Of course, because it's Howard Stern. It's his first book in 20 years. Well, she went on her show and said this about Howard Stern. Howard is so Hollywood right now that everything that you say is so predictable. Every story is going to be about, you know... Oh, I love this one. And then we went on their yacht. And he's a Hollywood insider now, which sucks. Because you started, like me, being of the people. But at some point, you sat behind that microphone for too long. And now you are the people. It started off kind of nice. But then she insulted him and called him Hollywood. Now, how would Howard Stern to react to such a thing? Well, he spent, I'm going to say, about almost 40 minutes talking about Wendy Williams wow. on his show on Sirius XM Radio. Now, here's uh, some of the things that Howard Stern had to say about Wendy Williams. What a What a bug-eyed you. You got those big fake and I'm Hollywood, huh? Shut the up. Worry about your husband, not me. Sick of her. Her bullshit show. I'll bet 20 bucks she pees standing up. I hope her nuts get stuck in a zipper. I'd RuPaul before I'd her. I watch RuPaul's Drag Race. She makes okay. RuPaul look like Margot Robbie. <laughs> wow. When, when, now, we were listening how, to it, right? And it's very brutal. It's very brutal, but I feel him. You you go at me, and then I'm going to say whatever. And, and 
Howard to me is is one of the radio gods. He's one of the people that if you ever listen to radio, it doesn't matter if you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're Latino. The way he does radio, the way he breaks things down is such a talent. Listen, and I was he, a guest on Howard Stern's show once, and let me tell you something. The way that he makes you feel when you go in there, I see why people go on his show and just kind of tell everything because he makes you feel very comfortable. And next thing you know, you're talking about all these different things, and he's got really great questions and follow-ups to ask. He seems like he's really concerned and interested in everything that you're saying. It was a great feeling, and so I think him and Wendy had a good relationship at one point and now they don't and anymore now he probably was like this came out of left field why can't you just say you know congratulations on your book why did you have to say I'm Hollywood I have no edge that's the whole thing yeah that's the whole thing and and that's what I never understand he is somebody that is in the business he busted his ass he worked hard he put out a book it should be support same thing when Angie Martinez when she puts out a book we support when big boy Puts out a book, we support. When Sway does something, we support. They're radio legends, people that do, that have grinded from the bottom, and you should be nothing but respect. But when you throw that shot at Howard, well, you get 30 more back. Right, clearly, as we heard in that. So, Jeez. And, you know, he, he talks about all the fights and struggles that he's had in his career and the things that he's right. had to go through. And, and you've seen it in his movies and his books. Now you hear about new things in his new book. But, you know, good for him from coming from the bottom and making his way all the way to the top. So. Now, when I go at somebody, I'm going to practice that because he broke it down 45 minutes. He went for 40 minutes. minutes. Nice and slow. He went in and out. He did it. It was amazing. That that was a masterpiece. But you know what's funny about it is that he didn't have a problem admitting that he was bothered. Yeah, he, some people, will, try to ask, up, some people no. will do that hashtag unbothered. No, he said he was he not just messed unbothered. up my day. That little <laughs> clip makes it seem like he's mad, but he really wasn't like that aggressive mad. He was just breaking it down. It was aggressive. Like, he called her a lot of words that I don't use. <laughs> he definitely he was, called her a lot of words. He was words. definitely aggressively mad in that. But my, uh, we'll my see what happens next because I wonder if Wendy's going to respond back to him. And you know what? He she wouldn't talk about her husband because a lot of uh, people kept trying to bring that up and he said he's not going to go there. So even in the midst of him being angry, he still wouldn't go there. If she knows what I know, she's going to leave Tower Stern alone. I don't know, but then she might look at it like this is great for me back on my show, ratings, attention, who knows? Nah, not not that type of attention. All right, now let's talk about Sierra. She was in InStyle. She's on the cover of InStyle magazine, and she talked about abstaining from having sex until they got married. She said it took a lot of prayer. And she said, I really believe when you focus on a friendship, you have the opportunity to build a strong foundation for a relationship. But she said it was Russell Wilson's perspective that helped her through the entire process. She said, it's awesome how it all worked out. I look at that and I look at like Devon Franklin and Megan Good and how they waited to have sex until they were married. And, you know, maybe it is something that people should try more. I think you should do that. Yeah? I think right now you Too should late. start today. You and, No, you start today. You and your boyfriend, no sex until marriage. Like, stop. All right. We're going to just have sex and lie and say we're not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How does that sound? All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Charlemagne is not here, so... Uh, Too bad, because he would have loved to weigh in on this whole Howard Stern and Wendy Williams thing, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. He would have loved get, to weigh in. You can give anybody donkey today, whoever you want, 800-585-1051. If you want to give anybody donkey today... Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. The Samsung Galaxy S10 is making headlines. After 10 years of the Galaxy, this is definitely the best one yet. 
The Galaxy S10 is available now, and you can get up to $300 when you trade in your old phone at Samsung.com. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Hello, who's this? This is Brandy. Good morning. Good morning. Who you want to give Donkey to, Mama? I would like to give President Donald Trump Donkey of the Day forever okay. until the duration of him being in office. He will always be the Donkey of the Day for me. All right, there you have it. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Yeah, man, it's Steve, man. What's up, bro? Who you want to give Donkey to? Man, I got to give it to my brother, man. He'll more. He wrecked my new car downtown for his 21st birthday. I let him borrow it. Then he sky up and go to my dad, back to my dad in California, San Francisco. And, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, why you ain't, you know what I'm saying? At least try to let me know you was leaving or try to help me on the damn payment. But he was like, oh, no, we got into a big office. Oh, damn, man, F you and this, this and that. And I was like, oh, man, get, you tripping. And I ain't talked to my brother in like three years after this. Three years? So you still not talking to him? Still not talking to him. And it's crazy because it's like, well, I don't, I'm glad you was okay in the car, but it's like you didn't tell me nothing. And him and my sister do that all the time. When yeah, but it's your brother, though, stop. man. You don't want something to happen to him, and then you, you, you know, you're not speaking over a car. I mean, I understand he owes you five minutes. You should whoop his ass for taking your car, but that's your brother, man. That's blood. Yeah, and I, I guess I got to give it to him, man. But it's like that. He's he a donkey, though, to me. Have, okay. um, has he reached out to you? No. Only person I can talk to is my dad. That's it. He won't call or nothing. So hopefully mm-hmm. I'll catch him somewhere in Hayes time. Yeah, you should you should call now him. Now you're gonna bro. make Just him fight him. his brother. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he should fight. Yeah, he should definitely fight his brother. He owes you five minutes and say, yo, I'm gonna beat I'm you up. I'm glad he's okay. I'm but yeah, he's a donkey to me. I'll Thank you, bro. Him. Let the I'll world know. Him. Hello, who's this? It's Matty T. What's up, bro? Philly. What's up, man? Who you wanna give donkey to, bro? Man, I had court this morning. Out <laughs> Pittsburgh. I come out, man. Somebody took my side view mirror off, man. Wow. I want to get them. <laughs> whoever, whoever hit me, man, get them donkey of the day. <laughs> I can't believe they took your mirror. That's a terrible feeling. No, nah, I can't even. Yeah. I wasn't even trying to take the drive to court now. Now I got to call up there and tell them I can't make it. Damn. I'm sorry, bro. How much does that cost to replace? Uh, it shouldn't be much. I can't Wait a believe minute. I'm talking to y'all right now. You're bro, not going bro. to court because they took your mirror? Like, you can't drive without a side view mirror, bro? You better take your man. ass to court before you get there. They lock you up, put a warrant out for you. It's a four-hour drive, man. They 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 got me on some nuts stuff, man. They got me driving up there for a nugget of weed. Literally. They're gonna put they're a gonna warrant put out for your arrest, and you gonna get you gonna get in trouble, trouble. Like now, right now, you in trouble, but you about to get in trouble, trouble, bro. You should smoke something and drive up there. Oh boy, <laughs> man, go to court smelling like weed. That was my whole plan. Oh, my Goodbye, man. <laughs> Goodbye. He was gonna really do that too. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Caroline. Hey, Caroline, who you wanna give donkey to? I want to give my professor donkey of the day because um, I had class on Tuesday and he closed class early because he wanted to go to Taco Tuesday. Oh, I'm not oh, mad so at that. that. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. They got margaritas too? I'm paying for class. He can okay. go to Taco Tuesday when class is over. Nah, it's Taco Tuesday when to get his day started. You should have went he to went Taco tacos Tuesday with him. Fresh. He wants those tacos fresh, not after they've been sitting around. Look, I was cool with him leaving early because that means I didn't have to be there all day because it's a three-hour class. But don't tell me you're leaving early because of Taco Tuesday. Because now you're telling me I just paid you hundreds of dollars to sit here for you to let us leave early. What if I wasn't done learning? 
So you want him to lie to you? <laughs> well, I don't want him to lie, but like you could have just said, look, I'm done for the day. Anything. Oh, I'm going to let y'all go out because y'all were studious today. Don't tell me you're going to get tacos. When well, what I... if he offered to get you a taco also? Okay, that's different. Mm-mm. All right. If he invited us for tacos and margaritas. Because, <laughs> you know, tacos are discounted on Taco Tuesday. So he got to get margaritas too. My All right. Goodness. Shout out to Taco Tuesdays. What's your favorite type of taco? Um, I like the steak tacos with guacamole on them. All right. Okay, mama. Thank you. All right. That was a donkey of the day. Charlemagne, of course, is out. So we open up the phone lines and allow you to give anybody donkey that you want. I got well, a craving next. for tacos now. Me too. And let me tell you, I made some. I made some tacos with the Beyond Meat, the fake meat, like the vegan meat. Amazing. How does that taste? How it does Beyond Meat? Delicious. You need to try the Beyond Burgers. They're amazing. They make it's them like at a- TGI Fridays now too. By the way. It's, what is it? It's like fake meat. So what is it made of? It's um pea isolate or something like that. It's delicious. And that's the healthy. Yeah. It's, if you want to be vegetarian, it tastes good. I promise you, you'll like it. It tastes so good. They even be like mm. a little pink in the middle, like it's real meat. That sounds. That doesn't sound right. That something it. doesn't sound right about. Don't it. knock try it till you try it. All right. Well. Up next is Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Ye right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Ye, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Michelle Jones. Says you've been in a marriage for 25 years and your husband, he's not healthy. You don't want to leave happy. him? He's not happy. No, he's not happy. He's not happy. Okay. I have heart failure. Okay. And I and they, my doctor told me I have five to ten years to live. Mm. So I told my husband I didn't want him to leave me to wait till I die before he leaves me. Okay. And he says that he's angry and unhappy. I've been told that he was cheating on me, but when I ask him about it, he says that he's not cheating on me, that he's being faithful. But I've seen pictures um, uh, in his phone just flirtatious pictures, nothing serious. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like, if I talk about it, my heart gets to pounding. And right. You're putting a lot of unnecessary stress on yourself, but it's his fault too because he's doing things and he's not being honest and he's telling you he's not happy, even though he knows you don't have much time left. How old are you? I'm 45. Okay. I am so sorry to hear that. This has to be so difficult. It is. And I don't know how to deal with it. I, I live in a hospital more than I live at home. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, if I'm getting more sicker because of the stress. Yeah. I'm trying to save my marriage because we, we've been there for 25 years. Right. And, like, he, he said, he's changed. He said he used to believe in God, but now he's an atheist. Mm. Oh, and my it's gosh. Just, it's just a lot of things going on that I don't know how to deal with it. Mm. And it's been a big stress on me. Mm-hmm. And he's always telling me, oh, you need, you need a white guy to make you happy. What? Or he'll point this. Yes. That's what he told me. He Are you white? Me I need a white guy. No, I'm not white. I'm uh, black. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he, t- he tells me I need a, a white guy to make me happy. Now, first of all, I just want to make it very clear to you that these are his issues. This is him as a person. Whatever it is that he's going through or whatever he's feeling, this has nothing to do with who you are as a person. Now, the question is, he said he's not happy. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm, I love him without my heart. And he says he loves me, but he's not in love with me. Mm. 
So he's telling you everything that you need to know right there. Yeah, and, and, and not at this time. Not when you're dealing with your life and he's cheating on you allegedly and he's telling you all these things. And, it, like, why would he even say that to you? I would think that he would want to make the time that he has left to spend with you the best time that you guys could possibly have together. Absolutely. But it, maybe he's trying to disassociate himself for you from you now. Or maybe it's the stress of knowing that you have to be in the hospital and all of that is, uh, you know, clearly he's not built for it. Yeah, and we do have five kids, and then he's left with the stress of the kids. Mm-hmm. And that may be a reason why he's not happy, and I'm not, and I I, I don't know if I'm making excuses for him, mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to think why he would not be happy. You know, mm. it sounds to me like there's so many different factors here, and have you guys uh, sought professional help? Well, and a long time ago we did. And then I asked him recently, will you meet with my pastor? And he said he's not meeting with no pastor. And so um, I did want to get counseling again just mm-hmm. to get these issues off the table and to let them know the circumstances of my issues and my health. Right. But he's just so angry and he's always saying he's unhappy. Yesterday he told me he was depressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm suppressing everything. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, you're dealing with a lot, and he's dealing with a lot as well. You too good and for it, him. It, mm-hmm. is very, it is very nasty how he's taking it out on you, but yeah. I think that he probably hasn't even faced the issues that he has himself. And instead of him trying to figure it out, it seems like he's reacting by lashing out at you. He's taking it out on you. You're too good for him. You're too good for him. But I, I do he's recommend selfish. that you got you have to get some professional help because if he's dealing with depression now and this is hurting you and it's hurting your relationship and it's hurting him as a person, he should be going on his own and you guys should be going as a couple as well so that things can at least improve in your relationship because you do have children together. You guys are, no matter what, going to have to communicate with each other and figure out the best way to do that. And I also want you to have a good life. Like, I want you to enjoy, I want you to enjoy yourself. I'm sorry, Mama. I'm and sorry. I also want okay. you to value yourself. Yeah, I always you think that's so important. You have to value yourself. yourself so much more than you have been. And I need you to do things that make you happy. And clearly, like, being around him, you know, is not one of those things right now just because of how he's treating you. And I want you to know that you deserve to be treated better than that. And that if he cares about you and he loves you and he values you and he cares about his children, he needs for his own sake and for the sake of the relationship to get some professional help. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, guys. I Good really luck. appreciate it. We appreciate Good you. All right, Mama. All right. And I love your radio station. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship help or relationship advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Asia. Hey, Asia. What's your question for Yee? So, yeah, am I being selfish? Um, we just had a baby. Mm-hmm. My baby one, and he wants another one. But I had so many complications with having the first baby. I always wanted a bunch of kids, but like it was a scare. But right. now it's like we've been having an out because he wants another baby. Like now, well, am what? I being I don't think you're being selfish if it's your health and it's your body that has to have a baby. So clearly there's concerns that you have. But what I would say is you guys should compromise and say, can we revisit this discussion in one year? You know, because maybe you'll feel differently. Maybe he will. But I would at least tell him because you're not sure what you want to do. You just know you don't want to do it right now. I always wanted a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. But after this, it was like, whoa, you sure? 
Right. I would, if I were you, I would make sure that I consult with a doctor, find out about, you know, what could potentially be complications to do it again. But I would also tell him, listen, we just had a baby. Just give me a little break from this discussion because right now is not the time to, you know, you might feel different next year. I don't know. You don't know, probably. Right. I would be like, it's just a lot of me right now. I just had a baby. You know, we're dealing with this. I'm dealing with health things that I had to deal with after having a child. Let's, in one year from today, come back to this discussion because it's probably very emotional right now for you guys. Yeah, I'm still not completely okay. (laughs) Right. And so you need to be completely okay before you can even engage like that because I don't want you guys... You know, obviously, as a new mom, you're dealing with a lot. He's dealing with a lot as a new dad, but physically for you, it affects you a lot more. Right. You know, so, and you're not being selfish. This is how you feel right now. You have a right to feel how you feel. All right, thanks. Okay, you're welcome. All right, ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit Yee now. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, we are going to be talking about some more beef. I know you enjoyed that previous beef with Howard Stern and Wendy Williams. Next up, we have some rapper beef. Find out who's going at it. All right, well, don't move. Rumors on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now let's get to these rumors. Let's talk R. Kelly in court. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report with Angela Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Now, R. Kelly was back in court, and this time he was trying to get his child support lowered. He pays about twenty, almost $21,000 per month, but he owed $161,000 because he hadn't been paying. So now he's trying to get that uh, child support lowered. They'll probably lower it because he doesn't really have any income right now. It doesn't seem like he has any money. I'm really surprised the girl that bailed him out and, and helped him get, pay the child support is just not paying the child support for him. Yeah, she's saying that he's going to have the money or whatever to give back. to. This is all a weird situation to, to me. But anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So I didn't even know this, but apparently Yellow Wolf has some issues with other white rappers. Now he put out a freestyle called Bloody Sunday. And first he went after g Easy. Never thought the culture that I loved would be this sleazy. These videos all look alike. No wonder they can't see me. Is this the guy that said he was the hottest white boy since the one with dyed blonde hair? What the fuck? Hold up, G. Easy. I can't let this Tom Cruise looking motherfucker up just paddle by. Don't know if I'm watching Vanilla Ice or Vanilla Sky. Marshall Mathers may have ignored you, but if you want the smoke, bring the foil. I'll boil you to the kettle's dry. And then he went after Post Malone. Who else? I would just Post Malone, but he don't even rap. Off get off Post Malone just because to see if he answers back. All that chain stitching from Chill Bill and the cowboy boots and hats. Damn, Posty, can't we be friends? Our clothes already match. Posey, biter, appropriation thief. You a couple mini records you sold. Everything you made is a leaf off of my tree. Boy, you're my seed. Another mother in the game with the teeth I see. I just picked the bone, they post Malone. And did it all on the B-side beat. Well, Post Malone responded. He said, uh, Yellow Wolf is a nerd, and this tweet is the only support I will offer his album. Also, Yellow Wolf, please show me all your chill bill-ish, please. Last I heard, you was talking about how you wanted your ish like mine. I have a couple of lenders. Don't worry. Hit me up, Dad. Like I said, who knew they were beefing? I had no clue. I mean, you know what? Sometimes people do that for attention also. 
as we know and have seen in the past. All right, now we told you earlier about Howard Stern and his new book that's coming out, Howard Stern Comes Again. Well, Alicia Keys also has a memoir coming out, and that book will be out in November. It's called More Myself, and that's coming out November 5th through Oprah Winfrey's book imprint. So they're saying right now it's a 360-degree perspective on her life from her childhood in Hell's Kitchen in Manhattan to her spectacular Grammy-winning rise. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it should be interesting. I wonder if everything's going to be in there. And Dave Chappelle, who better to give you advice on stand-up comedy than Dave Chappelle? Well, Dave Chappelle actually was giving Will Smith some, uh, some advice now, Will Smith said that he wanted to get some pointers and some ideas. He said, I've done stand-up. He said, I've never used my life to create material to make people laugh. And here's the advice that Dave Chappelle gave him. The first thing i tell you is uh, confidence is key. The reason you should be confident is primarily because you're Will Smith. I've spoken to you before. You're a great conversationalist. Because what else do you really need? All you need to do is pick the right to talk about. Yeah. So then number two... Pick the right to talk about. <laughs> and the best advice I got, he said, you are one of these comedians that think you have to be funny all the time. And you mm. don't. But you wow. do have to be interesting. Is Will Smith, is Will Smith going to do stand-up again or something? Like, yeah, he actually took on comedy for the first time. And people enjoyed it. So okay. I guess that was good advice. If you can go to somebody like Dave Chappelle and be like, hey, how do I do this? It makes sense. It does make sense. And, of course, we cannot let the rumor report go by without making this announcement. Schoolboy Q, he has a new song out. It's been a while. When's the last time we heard some new music from Schoolboy Q? At least, what, over a year? Yeah, his last album came out in 2016. Wow. Okay. So we're really excited for some more Schoolboy Q music. We thought that he was going to put out a whole album or maybe an EP, but it was a single. And it's pretty good. It's called Num Num Juice. Check it out. Two-door coupe hopping out like Jack in the Box. I'm going to... If the 30s all that I got. Time's up. Got my coins up. My bars up. Soon we find them. We going to slide them. We line them. Straight recline them. Grip, I got them kinds of. I'm not your driver. Shot go hit him. He won't answer. I'm blowing ganja. So much work. They call me old school. I remind you. That think you got is not true. Where you find her? She a kickstand. A big fan. I get behind her. Now, the music video is going to be coming out today as well, so he's working. Shout to Schoolboy Q. I'm excited for his new project. He gets busy. He can spit. I know he was a little uh, hurt over Mac Miller passing, yeah. and, and he put music to the side, so I can't wait to hear this album. Yeah, I think it's dope. So he, you know, wasn't ready to do those interviews where he's going to have to address Mac Miller passing away, but I'm glad that he's out making music, and I'm glad it sounds dope. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Now, Yee, don't you got one more thing? Coca-Cola just came out with a brand new flavor. Yeah, you heard that right. They've now got Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero. Head to your closest retailer and try Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero today. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, let's get into the mix. Let me know what you want to hear. 800-585-1051. And get your request in right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, I'm going to be all over the country, actually, the next couple of days. I'm doing a rally. It's called PCNY Rally. As a kid, I always wanted to drive uh, from coast to coast. I used to see Gumball, uh, and I know they do a Gumball overseas, so I decided to create my own. That's exactly mm -hmm. what we did. We created your own. So if you there's something that you want to do and you don't see it, create your own, and that's what we're doing. So we started today in New Orleans. So you we're drove to New Orleans first? No, I actually shipped the car to New Orleans, but I'm okay. driving from New Orleans to Atlanta. 
then Atlanta to Tampa, and then Tampa to Miami. So we're just doing four states, and we're going to be driving through Alabama, driving through many different places to get to our destination. It's about 30 of us, 30 cars, women, men, black, white, Asian, Latino. It's just a bunch of dudes that are just going out, taking a couple days off, and just really just having fun. So if you see us on the road, just beep your horn, say what's up, shout us a holler. We just going to have a lot of fun, man, and this is something I've been dying to do. Uh, and I know we do it in New York. And the money that we get from it, we actually buy turkeys for the homeless and we actually, you know, buy book bags and clothes for kids to get back to school. So we're going to be doing more of that. You know, it's just it's just a lot of fun. Now you're in L.A., right? Yes, I'm in L.A. It's the iHeartRadio Music Awards tonight. So make sure you check that out. It's on Fox. Um, I went to Shaquille O'Neal's new restaurant yesterday, too. Shout out to Jasmine Brand. I was with her yesterday and we went to go eat at uh, Shaquille's. So it just that? opened. It was good. I mean, I had mostly appetizers. I ordered like a bunch of different sides and appetizers for the table. But I mm -hmm. guess their specialty is the fried chicken. Okay. And then they also have this mac and cheese that's like his grandmother's recipe. It's really like Velveeta cheese with goldfish crumbles on top of it. Right. So, yeah. But that was Shaquille. So it was a nice little vibe. It was a bop. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note. Angela, you will be taking care of that. Because the only positivity I can think of right now that, that sounds good is God is good. God is great. Thank you for the food we eat. Amen. But we'll get to that when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout to Lloyd for stopping through and definitely catch him on tour. She's like he's grown up so much, so shout to Lloyd. Yeah, make sure you check out his uh, TV One special as well, the Unsung episode on him. Like I said, I did learn a lot of things about Lloyd. I was like, damn, I didn't know that before. Yeah. And, and since tonight, we're talking TV, don't forget the iHeartRadio Music Awards are going to be tonight. So it all starts tonight at 8 p.m. on Fox. It's going to be live, and Halsey is kicking off the show. T-Pain is hosting. Ariana dope. Grande is going to be there. She'll be performing her new hit song, Needy, at the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Uh, Casey Musgraves is going to be in the building. Katy Perry. Uh, Alicia Keys, she's getting that Innovator Award, so that should be fun, and Taylor Swift will be there as well. All right, and shout to Q93 for having me this morning out in uh, New Orleans. We definitely appreciate you guys, and shout to Larry Morrow, who opened up his restaurant for us yesterday and did the club at a pre. And tonight, I'm going to be at Oak. I'm actually with the person that taught me how to DJ. I always say, Clue, open the doors and, and show me what DJing was. This guy, DJ Mono, you know Mono. He yeah, you stopped talking to, to him DJ. for a while. You guys had gotten into a little altercation over cake. And then yeah, he, he actually punched me in the face with a cake at my birthday. Envy, he did not punch you in the face. Yes, you are and you so told him to do it. And dramatic. you told him to do I it. I did not he, tell he him to me, do that. He said, yo, uh, I'm going to set it up now. We were having my birthday party. You tell him it would be funny if you smashed this cake in DJ Envy's face. <laughs> and he, Why would and he I picks say up the cake like that? And he smashes it in my face. We almost fight in the club. The club was over because of it. It was cake everywhere. And when I asked him about it, he was like, Angela, you said it would be it would be fun if, if I did it. So it was actually your fault. I don't believe that. What, were you guys getting married? I mean, what was the point of that? <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is I had cake on my shoes. They were brand new shoes. And it, they had like ridges in them. And I could not get the cake from in between the ridges. So I don't think I wore no shoes sense. Goodness gracious. Well, I'm, gonna I'm be not talking to him either. Him. <laughs> You're not talking to him either. Well, we made up. We good now. So I'm going to be in uh, Atlanta with him at Oak. So He should smash we'll... cake in your face. That would be hilarious. No, it wouldn't. And don't give him any ideas because I'm sure he's <laughs> listening. He might be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. No, that's not a good idea. Right. Well, you got a positive note for the people? Yes, and for today, I want to say, Envy, I know you're out there doing a lot. I know Charlemagne's traveling. I know I'm traveling also. I know we don't get a lot of sleep, but I will say, don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you are done. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?